Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Soap Dish Salem Style. Dylan is off this week dealing with some family issues. We wish her all the love and good luck in the world. But with me today, I've got Michael, Nick, and Ariet. Say hello, everybody. Hi. Hi. Hey, y'all. It's good to be back. Yes, welcome back, Ariet. You were off last week and we missed you. Um, loved what you had to say on Eli and Lonnie. We didn't, I missed having your thoughts last week, so it was good to hear your voice on the podcast when we released it. Um, before we really get into anything, do you have anything you want to add about last week before we get started? Not really. I will add my opinions later on. Okay. No, if I missed anything fine. last week that I remember, I'm going to add it into the headline. Okay, so. no problem, because I wasn't sure if there was anything that we didn't put in like that wasn't covered this week that we covered last week that you wanted to touch on so I wanted to give you that opportunity but I will just move us on into the news which for the second week in a row has quite a big list Mm -hmm. so let's jump on in Bo Brady returns to the main show next week as the promo reveals that Bo is going to visit Sierra and Steve so he's still dead right on the main show yes but Beyond Salem was born out of this visit. So he was always going to be a heavenly appearance for this visit. And then I think having him back inspired Beyond Salem. So I think there's a very good chance he can still be alive on Beyond Salem and that the appearance next week could literally just be chalked up to Sierra and Steve having a dream. Mm, okay. I'm nervous. I is given when Jack came back for Jennifer's no, not narcotics mean, which was also a dream. And Jack is alive. <laughs> that so, was a dream. Yes, that was a dream. And hello, Jack is alive. So if it's giving that, and Jack ended up alive, that means Bo could end up being alive too. I really want to be alive. I that. That wasn't no dream. <laughs> is Jack alive? Yes or no? He's alive, but that Charlotte's hair wasn't no dream. Yes, she was high as a kite. Yes, it was. This was her. This was them trying to get her. It was them trying to get She was literally going through withdrawal. Exactly. Going through withdrawals equals hallucinations. Okay, so when she got to. Okay. All I know is if this is a waste of my time, just let me know now. It's not going to be a waste of your time. Having Bo Brady on our screens for anything at all will never be a waste of our time. If he dead as hell, yes, it is. No, it's not. But he's not, I don't think he's going to be dead. This is days. Nobody ever stays dead unless you're actually dead in real life. Yeah, that is true. That part. The thing mm. is, I'm kind of worried that he's going to be dead. But what I want Beyond Salem to be is the happily ever after for Bo and Hope. Because That's I don't, what I want to. I don't think either will like commit long term. But yeah, I just need to know he's alive and need to know they're together. And yeah. then if we get sporadic appearances like we did with Doug and Julie through the 90s, I'm perfectly okay with that, honestly. Same here. But I do think like both um, Christian and Peter signed off to like be on Beyond Salem knowing it was going to be good. So yeah. I'm trying to think like that, but I'm still worried he's going to be a ghost. I don't want that, but it's something that I have in my mind, like back. Oh, I'm back 100% in my mind. convinced that he's alive. And I have been since we found out about it. I hope so. I really hope so. But 
speaking me personally, I am so thrilled for the scenes next week because I have been manifesting scenes with Bo and Sierra since Victoria Conifal was cast in the role. And I finally got my wish and I am so excited and I cannot wait. And I literally screamed, cried, threw up all the things when I saw him in the promo. <laughs> yeah, that was a great yeah. promo. <laughs> <laughs> Throw up, did she? <laughs> I, I hope you didn't. I mean, it's a saying. <laughs> Nick, was screaming, shaking, crying, throwing up. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Nick, before I transition us into our next news item, do you want to give your thoughts on Bo Brady's return and the promo? Um, I'm excited to see him. I was surprised by the promo. Um, I did not know these were his and VK's first scenes. So those should be interesting to see. And I hope um, Stephen Nichols got to empty out his eye patch after he filmed because Lord knows he can cry. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for all of it. I know, I know some people were not super thrilled when they found out that Bo was going to be the divine intervention that saved Trip, But... Because that's his best friend's son. I love it. I'm a sucker for it. And I cannot wait to see it. Um, but we can now move on to our next news item. Patrika Darbo said in a recent interview that Nancy is here at least through October and hinted that Craig will be coming back soon as well. We will get to see more of Nancy and possibly more of Craig. What do we think? Um, I like Nancy. If she's here through October probably means she's going to be with Clyde through October. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that, and that don't give me the warm and fuzzies. Uh, Craig's dumb. Uh, if they do something worthwhile with him, then I'll care, but I don't trust uh, him. I wonder what brings Craig back if he is like, joy? I, I wonder. That's what I'm hoping. Should be joy. That's honestly and truly what I'm hoping. I'm not that optimistic about this. I, I don't blame you. I need better writing for both, um, but it's good that Chloe has her parents around. I I hope it's something more related to Joy, like she's kind of a rebel, and they're dealing with her because what we we've gotten now is not it. And I do not want to suffer through um, Nancy and Clyde this entire year. What I would love for it to be is let's say Chloe has a recurrence of her cancer and Joy needs to be a bone marrow trans a bone marrow donor for her again. What if that's a way for Joy to find out that the only reason she was born was specifically to save Chloe? That could be interesting. That'll be good. I would love for them to touch on that story. Yeah, I have a lot of hope. I don't. I don't either. (laughs) (laughs) I just said I'm not looking forward to like having Nancy and Clyde throughout October if that's the case. Yeah, I ain't pissing to y'all Cheerios. I'm just saying y'all got a lot of optimism. We have good ideas. That's not optimism. (laughs) (laughs) I said it's my dream story. I didn't say I thought it was going to happen. And I wanted joy back in the picture. But that doesn't mean we're going to get it. What do you think, Michael? I don't. I don't. I don't know where this is going anymore. Um, I thought I did, and then Craig and 
Leo didn't go anywhere. So I'm just kind of like, I'm on the ride now. I'm glad that they're back and I'm glad that they're going to be used, but it's kind of like, I don't know where this is going. Yeah. And I'm and scared get, to invest it. And I get being nervous given what they did to, did to them this last stint, but I'm very curious to see where it goes. But something we have been asking for that we finally got is Greg Vaughn is officially back on contract. They must be right up for him because never in my wildest dreams would I ever thought he would return first off, but I definitely didn't think he would return and go on contract. Me either. They I'm must excited. promise him something. <laughs> but see, they promised him stuff before. So they must have had to show him. Yeah, yeah, they must have had to have the receipts to back it up because I don't think he would have signed a second time because he was given a lot of false promises before and they never followed through. But it really feels like Eric and Nicole are the story in a way that they almost haven't been in a really long time. I mean, it would be dumb if they weren't, let's be honest. I mean, true, but Dace is not above being dumb. Sure ain't. <laughs> true. Um, I am excited. I'm happy that he is on contract. I'm not looking forward to this upcoming storyline, but I'm just happy to have Eric back full, like... Yeah. I'm really very curious where this is going to go. So I'm here for the ride, just like Michael. Um, but our, our last bit of news, something I'm not exactly sure any of us are here for, but it's happening. Um, per an interview with Ari Zucker, Kyle Lauder was on set recently, and Rex Brady will be returning this fall. Please just be like a guest appearance, like just showing up in Salem for a day and and then leaving because I don't know what like what is not Rex's purpose yeah the only thing I can think honestly is if Sarah has more complications from the um drug that Gwen gave her is if since they can't seem to get Dr. Rolf because he's in solitary confinement if they get Rex because Rex may have all his formulas oh hmm. I mean, I've never hated not Rex, but <laughs> right. I, I don't get why everybody don't like him. Because uh, he he's get nothing like is, he used to be. Exactly. It, I think because Nick and Michael, you guys don't have the history with Rex that Arya and I do. So, but the shift in character writing is glaring between Eric Winter's version of Rex and Kyle Lauder's version of Rex. It, they're not the same character at all. Like, they completely forgot that Rex is actually smart with the recast. Like, Rex is a super genius. Like, he built... He built, like, a diamond machine, and, like, he did... He's a super genius, and we're he not... He caused the earthquake. Yes. <laughs> or, well, the homeless man kind of knocked it off. But anyway... Um, That's what that was? Yeah. Not the one in 2012, the one in 2003. You know, I'm talking about the one that led to came and save, like Roman saving Kate in that building that I was yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, that, that, was Rex. that was Rex that did that, yeah. See, I didn't know what the fuck that was. He was building mm-hmm. him at, like a machine and they made some diamonds and like he gave Mimi like a rough diamond. Like he was doing, like he's a super genius and that trade is not something we see in not Rex. Yeah, it's the game of Kate Sons. He 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 kind of he he devolved from a genius to a fuckboy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like I'm always uh, again. That, that's the Kate Sons dream. I'm always excited to see Roman and Kate with their kids. So 
giving putting more of their kids on screen would is always a good time for me. Not Cassie. I I, I don't. I've never, never seen Cassie. Cassie. I, I would like, like to see her. No, like, <laughs> no, no. She, she could she could stay up in the attic. And you know it's something when Tony agrees. <laughs> <laughs> no, but with, with Cassie, the thing is, they didn't develop her. She was just messy to be messy, like to, uh, like Dylan said in the group chat. Um, and it's not fun. And, and you shallow. saying you like her <laughs> says a lot because you like that. <laughs> huh? You like a character being messy to be messy. Yes. <laughs> but like Alexis, what is her last name? Alexis Thorpe? Alexis Thorpe, yeah. She could act, so. I guess she could act. I just hated the character. <laughs> they like, could recast and retool the character if they decided to bring yeah. her back. Yeah, if they wanted to retool, I'd be okay with that because the casting we had originally, the way they wrote her, absolutely the fuck not. Hard pass. <laughs> I mean, they could still make her a vixen but just write something like substantial um but with rex it's just there's nothing he's just an empty shell of who he used to be and i'm not thrilled about the recast either i don't think kyle was the right actor for the role he's a good actor but not fit for rex in my opinion but we'll see what happens this fall and why he's back i'm definitely curious that's for sure but having said that, that is it for our news segment. We can now move on into our headlines. First things first, Gwen has many prison, uh, many visitors in the revolving door that is the interrogation room. First, Leo, who wants to plot revenge. Then Ava, who offers to break her out. And then Jack, who offers her a plea deal. And finally, Xander, for one last goodbye. What did we think? She going to jail. Vision. <laughs> hey. It kind of annoyed I, me. One thing annoyed me, and it. Uh, sorry, go ahead, Nick, if you want to. Well, you go before. go first. Okay, so the thing that annoyed me was that they spent seventeen minutes out of like thirty-seven on Gwen. Yeah. True. Seventeen True. minutes. We don't. I we mean, do not it's... need the same type of scenes for like seventeen minutes. Also, I'm for me, but that's about it. I get what they're trying to do, but I'm really tired of them bringing Jack back to say the same old shit that he said two times before. Exactly. Like, we saw this last week. He was doing basically the same thing. Why do we need uh, to see it all over and 17 minutes of it and nothing? Like, they cut Chabby scenes. They cut Jack and Justin, too. Like Chabby, I think this is Chabby's last like love scene because Abby's dying soon. Damn, they cut that. Yes, same episode. Jeez. They gave Gwen seventeen minutes, <laughs> but they cut Chabby's love scene. Oh shit! <laughs> so far, they haven't put it on the uh, YouTube channel, and I hope that they do. It sounds like I'm the executive producer over there. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it, there is a possibility that it could be for like no i don't think that's true because i was thinking like maybe it's for next week but abby was wearing the same clothes like the same same pants that she wore this week so it was cut for no reason i, I feel like it, i feel like it's kind of gonna be like the chad tony scenes about stefano that were cut out of the episode that they originally aired in but then we saw it in flashback months later i bet you when Abby is either dead or dying. He's going to flash back to this, and that'll be the first time that we see it. 
it was just not necessary to cut and just have like 17 minutes of when talking about the same Love thing. That for me. But yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Y'all heard. <laughs> I they were the the scene. There were a lot of scenes with Quentin. Um, I didn't. It was it was Emmy bait for Emily O'Brien. Yeah, exactly most definitely. That was painful. Obviously, like she gonna like, get something out of this. We could have done without the Leo part. I understood why they did the Ava. See, the Leo, the Leo part was the part we needed. Leo and Ava were needed. Jack was not. And not Xander either. And neither was Xander either. But Leo well, and Ava were definitely needed because one, it gave us a hint as to whether or not she actually did kill Laura. Because the Leo scene is what convinced me that she did. Because the way she hesitated before answering was all I needed to know that the answer was going to be. Yes. Which makes me think there's a 50-50 shot on if Laura is alive at this point. Mainly because Ron is throwing the character of Gwen in the air. He doesn't know what he wants to do with her now. He doesn't know if he wants to redeem her or make her go full-on villain to get her revenge. Because the, the easy out-of-jail-free card that he had, she gave away. She, I, to be honest, her doing quote-unquote the right thing I think he he wants to redeem her. I'm not sure why. I mean, because of Emily. Okay, but Emily can still play. It. She won't. He won't lose her. Let her be the bitch to get out of jail on a technicality, and move on. Like why do we need? This is days of our lives. We don't do long term villains here. Villains pop in for six months and they dip out for six months. If we want to, we keep having this discussion, ladies. Do I need to get my chalkboard? <laughs> no, it's if I also we want to have a character on long term, I gotta talk slow, long term and on so they can get a steady check, they cannot be a villain. You don't have to be a villain in the sense where you're doing illegal shit all the time. They don't know, they see. They don't know how not to write that. <laughs> like these are right, what, what I envision. Now, I have to deal with the fact story. that we poor, <laughs> that we don't have no set, no wardrobe budget, no money for music. If I have to deal with that, that's something y'all have to deal with. If they this would like, never be that show. If they made like um Gwen. Kind of like Nicole circa 2002, three, four. I would be good with that because I love a vixen with a soft heart, but. We got that, Gabby. Yeah. <laughs> we, we just don't like it, but we got it. So. And it's, it's kind of going to. Gwen did so much over the last year, year and a half, that you kind of have to. You have to either keep her one all the way one way or all the way the other way. Yeah. Shades of Grey aren't going to work with this character because they've already taken her so far in one direction. Yeah. yeah. Kind of at this like at this point, I'm good with not seeing Gwen, but I don't want to wish mean, Emily out of she a goes job. To jail doesn't so. mean we're not going to see her. Yeah. Um, I was surprised at the that Ava offered to break her out. I'm not. That's guilt. Yeah, yeah I, it's guilt and it's also fear because I feel like that dream she had, her being terrified of Gwen doing to her what she did to Sarah, given her history, makes complete sense. So I love that they played on that beat. And it almost made me think, is she afraid to testify against her? So this is her way of getting Gwen out of the way 
so that she doesn't have to testify, but also gets to keep her immunity deal. Well, she's taking a plea deal now, so. Yeah, which five years in prison for everything she did is not, I, I don't think. It's, it's something. It's something. I, I didn't think she was going to get that. I was expecting her to be a free woman. So was I. This week. So. <laughs> but it's going to be interesting to see who her cellmate winds up being in prison. For some reason, I don't. It's weird. I don't think she's going to go to prison. And if she goes, she's not going to be very long. It's something. I'm I'm taking whatever I can get at this now, point. Now, I think I said this last week. Those Xander and Gwen scenes keep making me think they're not done. Yeah, this 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 week. Yeah, this giving triangle. She's going to go to jail for a minute. And then she's going to pop out like surprise niggas. Especially, <laughs> and, and I don't know if we... Um, I guess we can we can kind of segue this into the Sarah stuff. Yeah. Um, so let's let's put a pin in this. Let me give the Sarah description and then we'll continue. So um, Sarah is back from Florida. Maggie gives her the antidote after Sarah becomes catatonic. She's back to normal, except she thinks her baby is still alive. Okay. So, so you're back to looking like Peter Pan, y'all. We won. <laughs> sure so no with Sarah believing that Mackenzie is still alive. That means that she is going to be relearning everything that Xander did. And the fact that yep. Xander is going to be trying to keep this from her again may make that even worse. Mm-hmm. So I don't think Sarah and Xander are going to be like good for a minute. And I think that may leave the door open for Gwen if she's out of jail. So the place where people lie when the truth will simply do. Yep, <laughs> because Gwen accepts Xander for oh, who yes. he is, faults and all. Sarah does not, and this is going to prove that. And yep. I, I think this this is a way to kind of give us the triangle that we don't but, but you know need. But you know something? I'm here for it, and let me tell you why. As a Zara fan, it kind of pisses me off because now we have to wait some more. But... I want to see Sarah go oops upside Gwen's head. Yeah. Because once she finds out that the reason that her memory is gapped and that she spent so much time away from Xander and her mother is because of, well, Kristen, but Gwen too, and she's taking her man, Sarah's not going to stand for this. Yeah. And now we have more people in the hospital, so she don't have to stay there. That's true. (laughs) And also, this can actually give us a chance to see Xander and Gwen's genuine connection. Their connection was diluted before with all the hijinks that threw them together. It also gives us a chance to restart Xander and Sarah. Because remember, at the tail end, I wasn't feeling them. No. And, and And I'm starting to feel them again now. Mainly because she's not doing the baby voice, but also because, like, the ke- like Paul has chemistry with both Lindsay and Emily, so this triangle could work. Yeah, it could because the chemistry is there on both ends. It's just Ron and triangles are not a uh, good combo, so I'm I'm nervous. But I feel like this is a triangle where Gwen is going to get shit on us. So yeah, yeah. yay. Now, okay, <laughs> I'm not feeling Question. it at all. But she'll get sh- go ahead. Go ahead, Nick. Well, she'll get shit on by um, Sarah. Xander's going to spend a lot of time defending her because he's basically going to do what Gwen's been doing since she got to town. Lying when the truth will do. Yeah. Now, what were you saying, Arya? This storyline, I just feel like it's unnecessary. 
and it's I wasn't necessarily I, thrilled that we were running back the Mackenzie thing either. Um, but I, I feel better knowing that it's not lasting long. Like she's gonna find out the truth next week. Yeah, that is good. I was gonna say something. Yeah, it, it's just annoying how they they keep dragging it out. Like just restore Sarah to who she is. But also, I'm kind of okay with it if it gives us a little more of a point of view from Eric. Like, if Eric having to tell her again leads to us getting more point of view from him about the death of his his child, which we never got to see when we when we did this the first time. See, see, y'all want that? Me? Mind your business, nigga. You have your own stuff to work out. <laughs> Yeah, it's I, his I, child though, and and he's not getting involved by choice. Xander is coming to him and asking him to lie and saying that the child is still alive, and you just took her out of. Hopefully, he take his vow seriously. Like I can't is, lie. I, I I don't believe it's his that. child. He's literally Xander is asking Eric to lie and say that his child is alive when he's not. He can't do that. I don't know. They have shown they don't have the capability of spreading Eric around. And I'd rather see Eric with his family. So would I, but if we're inserting Eric into this, Eric has to act in character, and lying about his child is not something he would do. I'm, I'm not saying he would. That's what I'm saying. I hope he takes his vows seriously and just be like, no, I'm not going to lie for you. And he, we and he does, because he's, there. The ends up, he's the one who ends up telling Sarah about the baby. And the truth of what happened. He has to be the one to break the news because Xander won't do it. So I'm hoping that in having to do that a second time, because he was the one that broke the news to her the first time, I'm hoping in having to do that a second time will give us an opportunity to get some point of view from Eric that we didn't get the first time. I'm not optimistic about this, but I'm glad it's short. And speaking of short, they obviously didn't really cut her hair. But they I, chucked those damn wigs out the window. Thank the God. Lord. I like the long-haired wigs. Damn, they me. were terrible. That Michael, particular you could see wig was hair. Like, You could literally see where her hair started, and, and it, it didn't bad. make sense though. And here's why: because, like, Sarah thinks she's back in like in her mind, Mackenzie is alive, and that was like back in what. um yeah, so back 20, in 2019, 2020, 2020, because she, she and she and Xander are together, they're engaged, and so she didn't have that short hair, hair yeah, back. So it's so, yeah, that was weird. The whole Xander likes me better with short hair thing was like, but at the point you're at, he hasn't seen you with short hair, so that's weird. Wait, didn't they sleep when they first slept together the first time? Didn't she have short hair? Short, he not, wasn't shoulder short. Length, not oh. that short. Not a pixie cut, but like shorter, like shoulder length hair. The, so, the pixie cut premiered twenty twenty one. I would no, say twenty no late twenty twenty. We're rambling. We're rambling. It's okay. <laughs> it was post COVID. Yeah, um, that's true. But before we move on to the next thing, what did we think about Maggie not wanting to give her the antidote when they first got back before she? I am tired. I, I got it. I didn't. I am just very... <laughs> I'm enjoying Aunt Maggie. I just don't care. I, I am enjoying... I'm enjoying Suzanne's performance. They are writing 
Aunt Maggie very, 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 very well. And they didn't do that for a decade. So I'm taking what I can get. I am kind of tired of seeing her cry. Like, give her a moment to just be happy. Well, she could be happy now. I mean, I get it, but my thing is, she did a lot of crying, but we didn't get to see her mad as hell. Yeah, I'm waiting. We did, in a way, but they cut the scene. Like, I... I, No, I want to see her go nuck if you buck on Gwen. Yeah, I'm waiting for her to go visit Gwen in jail. That's what I'm waiting for. But I will say, I liked Suzanne's performance. My issue was... How are you okay with keeping your child seven years old? You somehow think this is better? Like, yeah, you have your kid back, but your kid is literally a 30-year-old woman, in a, but mentally she's seven years old, and you think that's fine? Like, no. Okay, okay hold on, hold, hold on, because now you're crossing a line. Um, What is so wrong about her being mentally handicapped? Is what I'm saying. I got her point of view mainly because I have my child back. She may not be of sound mind, but she is healthy otherwise. I'm good with that. I would rather have everything researched fully before I put another drug into her system that might fuck her up again. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't really have an issue with um, Maggie being hesitant, considering what happened the first two times. Yeah, like I get where you're going, but again, what's so wrong with being mentally disabled? It's it's not it's not even about them. It, it's just that like I would think that she would want her daughter back to herself fully. Yeah, but do you want to jump into something to make her worse? I mean, look what happened. I, I know it's a switch and all, but even still, her mind has been wrecked by these drugs. Do you want something that could potentially harm her elsewhere? You know what I mean? I got her point of view. This is why they shouldn't have taken taken um, Sarah out of like, was she? Where was she? Like a hospital? She went to she went to the same clinic that Abigail was in. So I don't really know why they brought her back home. Exa- like it they, doesn't they make really sense. Make they should have kept her there because they didn't have the money to make a new set. They didn't, literally, they didn't have to make a new set. All they had to do was redress the room they were in and put... You're asking in. critical thinking skills from no, these people. I'm just saying, like, we wouldn't be here if they kept when her you in can the hospital. But Bell and Sean's house into Boston, you can turn an exam room into Florida. Exactly, but again... <sighs> y'all like- act like y'all don't know this show. What is going on this week, y'all? <laughs> we do uh, y'all new here? What's going on? The thing is, we do do know this show and we know what they're capable of in certain instances. You guys may have... But we also know what they're capable of. The thing is, you guys may have issues with, like, some character choices this week. I just have an issue with the entire storyline. It's terrible. I I just wish they'd also made clear why they brought her home. Now, I thought they had brought her home because they were going to give her the antidote. But then Maggie was like hesitant on that, so I'm like, now that part I got. Now that's kind of stupid. Now that you put it that way, like, <laughs> so you brought her home for what exactly? And that's I see where you're going now. Like, she should have stayed there. Exactly. They could have been. That part I agree with. There was no reason to bring her home if you didn't intend on giving. Yeah, her that her. I get. But ha- being hesitant about the drug, yeah, I get no, her. Being hesitant about like. In- 
giving her a drug and not knowing the result, like what's going to happen, that is understandable. It's just like why bring her home? Yeah, nah, just, had been made from the beginning that could have been avoided, and Sarah could have been restored fully. But I will say this. I will say this. This storyline has made me buy Victor and Maggie, and it took twelve years. <laughs> But I finally buy it now. And I almost okay. I almost thought that um, okay. S- since you brought up Victor, we I can kind of pivot us here before we move on to the next thing. Did anybody think for a second that Leo was going to leverage his revenge against Sunny to get Victor to get Gwen out of jail? Mm, no, he wouldn't do it anyway. Yeah, because Victor don't care. <laughs> No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. We're not. You're forgetting. Victor cares about Sonny, but he's not. I don't think he would take Leo as a threat. No, 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 no. no. You're forgetting. Get Gwen out of jail. The woman who drugged his stepdaughter, who happens to be the love of his nephew's life. Do you really think Victor Rashid Kiriakis is going to let that bitch slide? If it meant that Titan would be stable, he would give it pause. But when he go through with it, he'll laugh in Leo's face. Come on now. No, I, I, I thought it for a hot second. That's why I brought it up. So I wanted to know if anybody else did. No, that never crossed my mind. Now, I, I could see Leo thinking it would work, but Victor would literally laugh in his face. Victor would say some things that would get him canceled. <laughs> he does that anyway. No, nah, no. Nah, this go around, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Because he was dangerously close when he was talking about (laughs) But we'll talk about that. um, Well, Victor was me, is you sure? All right. Does anybody else have anything to say about the Sarah of it all before we move on to our next headline? No. No. All right, so then we are going to move into our next story. As Eli is worried about Lonnie, Lonnie finds TR about to attack Paulina and shoots him. When Steve shows up at Julie's request, Paulina takes the blame and is arrested, leaving Lonnie and Chanel reeling. Is it a gun? Is it a knife? Okay. Is it a wallet? This I don't know where I want to start here. I'm going to cut Michael's... Um, chorus off and I'm <laughs> going to ask what did we think because the scenes didn't play the way I thought they would based on how soap opera I just described them and I don't know what I think what do you guys think I think they played I wanted them to, I wanted her to be more dazed she was dazed in the moment after it happened and she then was dazed and, the minute he died yeah and then once Paulina was like what have you done she started questioning what the hell did I do and she was like why didn't I just arrest him that's what I came here to do so I'm it's a mess I do appreciate that Lonnie immediately recognized that she did something wrong I don't see the need for a cover-up yeah neither because I think the cover-up at this is going to make it worse than what would have happened if she had just come forward yeah it's 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 kind of reminding me of the cover-up on General Hospital when they covered up what Michael did to Claudia. Michael did what he did to Claudia to protect 
Carly and Jocelyn, but everybody covered it up and it ended up being way worse. And I think, I think this is going to be remnants of that. Plus, they're not thinking this all the way through. Steve knows that that is Lonnie's service weapon, which yeah. Lonnie would have had on her yeah. when she got to the house. So how are they going to explain I how Pauline got the gun? One thing, I, they did make it a point to show that Lonnie went in her day's confusion after she shot him she dropped the gun and that's when paulina was able to pick it up and put her fingerprints all over it see i i like that energy because uh <laughs> that's some real nigga shit right there that, most people when they try to cover when they try to take blame for a crime they don't think about energy like stuff like that but that was some pull out your mind while i cock on mine energy and i like that shit but if they test paulina's clothes she doesn't have gunshot residue on her but that's why she put it on her hand. She put it on her hands. So it's going to be a question of... Who's going to be able to figure out the truth? Yeah, because I think Steve is already putting yes. it together. Yeah, you could see and the wheels uh, turning. And you guys are forgetting, Abe doesn't remember fully yet, but when he does, because yeah. he remembers he, hearing something. But He I remembers wanna, hearing Paulina say, what What did you what do? What did you do? Yeah, I want to point out, though, I don't think Lonnie has processed his trauma. Because if you look at Friday scene, yeah. she's like she, she's was... still she's still questioning why she even made the choice. But she was like, I only wanted to wound him. Yeah, she's like what her intent was and what she did are two different things. That's the problem. And I think the guilt is gonna make her confess. Oh yeah, now, I didn't I think the cover up is gonna hurt her career, and I think the cover up is gonna piss Eli off. She about to become a doctor. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I wouldn't mind Lonnie switching careers. I want Lonnie to work yeah, with, this, with this, the this ISA. Is definitely giving Lexi and the vigilancy and the passive. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. I, but, I okay. could see her resigning because she can't deal with the guilt of what she did because she's not. She's not letting it go. I don't like it, Me but either. if there are consequences for it, I feel I'm okay with it. If he reacts appropriately, because I think he will, because he was pissed the last time he had to cover up some shit for her. <laughs> so if he finds out yeah. now, now you're covering it up with your mom and there's there was no reason to cover this up, he's going to look at her crazy. At this point, I'm just very Shirley Ralph to line his police career. Maybe you should just try something else. Maybe something else I wouldn't crazy. mind her trying something else, though. Like Be- Because this, it, her temperament is terrible. It's, yeah, it's not good. Like she doesn't have a her I, when when JJ pulled that gun on Ben, he finally got out of the police force. Um, now Lonnie is two rookies and they've gone awry. They don't they don't need to be cops. <laughs> like her temperament is, and I hate saying that because ill a man talking about a woman's temperament is terrible. But her temperament is not built to be a cop at all. I'm scared no, to be a damn but- doctor. And like I get why she reacted the way she did because walking in she saw Abe on the floor bleeding out. And yeah, she no, she she, she perceived an to, imminent threat. And she acted. It's the cover I would up. not mind her niggers. I think the cover up is the part that's really not necessary. Yeah, because they it, have enough the- proof. Yeah, it's the cover-up and the fact that she's questioning what she did. She's questioning her actions every step of the way. And I do, I don't like that they're going this route, but I do appreciate that, that this is actually a thing. Like, it's not just, oh, 
I, we, didn't, yeah, we didn't see what we saw. We saw what we saw, and Lonnie knows what she did. So yeah. at least that it seems that we're going to get some payoff for this. Yeah, my my mind went here because it's Ron. But did y'all get vibes like the the personality that shot Tr wasn't a hundred percent Ronnie? It, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Where where are you going with this? Like, let's cut this where ahead, my man. <laughs> now, yes. I. It's wrong, no. so I wouldn't put it past them. I don't no. want that. We're not are, doing this. Are you talking DID? Yes, I'm talking DID because I don't know. Just the the way the the look in her eyes when she shot the gun, and then everything that happened up to the point where Tr actually died. It didn't no. feel like it didn't feel like Lonnie snapped back to being Lonnie until Tr was dead. I ain't trying to see no DID storylines unless and they I get the sleeve back in. I'm asking if you can see it. I mean, I, I, I can see it strictly based on how her demeanor when she walked into the door and saw yeah, TR. And then after. It, that's rage. That's not. I can we're, see. we're not saying that it's not rage. We're saying I can see because it's Ron. I can see that as a possibility. I can Do see, I her, like, I can I see ha- her having a mental breakdown, though, because like just think about what she has been through these last few months. Like finding out that it's years. Yeah, years too, but just yeah. these last this, six this could also awaken trauma for her going back to Stefan's shooting because we never really saw her fully process that either. Cause she jumped right from that into having to having to save Julie. Yeah, Lonnie's so she never been through fully, a lot. She has been through so, yeah. And I know there's there is some crazy rumors on Facebook that Stefan might be making an appearance at some point. What if Lonnie starts completely losing her mind and starts like having visions of Stefan? Oh my god, I did not even I want an alcoholic storyline. I mean, it could lead there, that's the point. I like, wouldn't hate that because that's kind of what I wanted, especially when I heard about the cover up. I was like, I don't like this unless Lonnie loses her, her mind completely because I don't see her in her right mind just covering this up. That's that's what I'm saying. Like the scene at the police station, that was not Lonnie in her right mind. Yeah, she's still second guessing every decision she made. And, and if she if she starts obsessing over TR shooting and then starts obsessing over Stefan shooting, I, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I'm scared because Ron is the one writing it. <laughs> but I would be I would be open to seeing what they do with the story. Now maybe she can go into the gun business. No. <laughs> no. Now going back to the scene, I did legally again. <laughs> no, I did not see this coming. But Tr waking up, waking up, and that scared that, shit out of me. <laughs> oh God, that scared the crap out of me. Like I knew it was gonna happen because I read so far for digest. But when the fat fucker opened his eyes, I literally screamed. I was like, that was terrifying. As someone who worked in home health, it happened, so it didn't scare me. It scared me. I was like, but now I, I, w- I, I could see him being alive after that too yeah me too and also someone said this on twitter but they were like i'm not too sure if this if tr actually woke up and it's not just like lonnie imagining it jesus Ooh. christ if, this- <laughs> if I can she see imagined that, that yeah good god i can see that if they like focus on lonnie and build up her point of view yeah that's that's the part that 
worries me because I don't did know. Did Paulina even react to TR opening his eyes and saying anything in the moment when it happened? Because now Not that really. I think about it, I don't remember. I don't remember her no. reacting to it. Good. She didn't react because the focus was on her, on Lonnie and on TR because she was like trying to get away, but like stopping the bleeding. And then he just passed out like, I don't know, 30 seconds later. And then she checked his pulse and turned to Paulina and said, he's dead. So that's basically what happened. I was going to say something about. Was it about EY wanting to get there and practically falling out of the bed? No, trying it was to get about there? Lonnie, Lonnie, TR, Paulina, ape scenes. He's so chaotic. <laughs> just sit the fuck down, dude. <laughs> you just, they just dug a bullet out of your head. <laughs> I know it doesn't look like it because Tripp's obviously a good doctor, but <laughs> he, he does a lot. Uh, he means well, but sit down. Yeah, this reminded me of like when he tried to get out like back in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. But I what I do love about Lonnie, like she's not the type of character who relies on someone else to like, okay, she kind of like it's kind of gotten worse, but she takes action. Like I, yeah, she de- she definitely takes actions to protect the ones that she loves. Um, I think this is the first. I think I think that's part of why she's questioning what she did. Yeah, put her in the mayor's office. <laughs> no, but because I like I like that she doesn't. Ha- I love Ilani, but I don't like. I like seeing Lani in action. She kind of reacts first and then yeah. asks questions it's later. So and it gets her in trouble. It, it gets her in trouble a lot. But you also see how much Lonnie loves Abe because the minute she saw Abe on that floor bleeding, mm-hmm. TR was a dead man. She shot the shit out of him. And kudos to Sal. These, uh, she's just amazing. I, I wonder if this is the thing that she was shocked about. Remember remember the Dishing Days interview? Yeah. And she said that she there was something coming she didn't see happening. I thought it was Eli getting shot. What if it was this? How far ahead do like they tape? Because that was... This would have been- Seven years. <laughs> Six months, right? Six when, months. when was that interview? November or December. Uh, okay, then yeah, this would attract because this they filmed this in 1956, and we're just twenty four years. <laughs> yeah, it could. Nineteen fifty six is not a podcast. <laughs> 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 no, but was, on a serious note, um. It was really good. Like the acting was really good. So much happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the optics optics are trash. We're not even gonna talk about that. However, I'm at least she has some self-awareness. Because yeah. I was dragging her, but even she was like, he was unarmed. Why didn't I just arrest him? I'm like, you know what? I'm not even gonna drag you good this. That's what I appreciated. She was at least someone had the awareness. They're not playing like she's some hero or something. Yeah, she's been questioning it. And also, one thing that didn't make sense to me is like, yeah, I get why Julie called Steve, but he he's not a cop. So that's they, why I think that's why she called him. That, but also, every <laughs> no, but I'm saying like out. he was questioning Paulina. He but also she knew that every other cop in Salem was looking for baby no, baby no, <laughs> baby Bo. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying like. She, Am I speaking she, another language? When did I need subtitles? <laughs> no, Ever but like she started calling Henry Hennessy. 
No, but what I'm saying We call him Lil Henny now. You're going off track. <laughs> what I'm saying is that they don't owe Steve anything. But oh, most definitely. I hope he's not talking about he owes some shit. I think they called Steve because every other cop was busy no, looking get for the they baby. Them, but he, like, they didn't know. They, Ariad's saying they didn't owe him an explanation. Yeah, because he's not a cop. But, so, but I get why they called him. And I guess we'll see who will figure it out. Or if Lonnie confesses to herself. I feel like Steve is going to figure it out and then go talk to Lonnie him. about he's it. Ar- he's already asking the questions because they're going to have to they're going to have to figure out how they explain. If they're going to include oh. Steve in this, they should acknowledge the fact that he did the same thing. Who you yeah, do this I, to? No, I think she needs to cover up. Yeah. Who, what did he, he cover up? This is going in the way back machine, but when Duke died, Adrian was the one who killed him. And when he walked in the room and saw that Duke was dead and then Adrian didn't remember doing it, he took the blame. And even more recently, when they thought that Hope shot the shit out of Stefano, Steve helped Shane cover up the fact that Stefano was dead. That too. Oh yeah, I remember that. But I'm interested to see, I'm going to say one last thing and then I'm going to transition us into our last headline. Um, I'm interested to see how they explain Paulina getting the gun to shoot TR because like what would have made Lonnie give up the gun that should have been attached to her remember um, I don't know if you guys saw the post but Beth is going to return next month so oh there were a couple June air dates isn't there in the list that's right yeah so there's also also that happening soon so we don't know how this will be solved but there's multiple ways i'm very curious but with that i'm going to transition us into uh our next headline ben and sierra are horrified the devil has their child the devil sends evan after sierra and ben while they raise charlie to help with the ritual for the baby Go, Satan, go. Go, Satan, go. Well, the baby's going to be fine. We know that. Go, Satan, go. Okay. Go, um, Satan, go. Can that be, can uh, that be the t- title? <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of the devil, the devil raising Charlie? Because I was so uncomfortable. Well, okay. First off, these things made me realize that I don't want to see Allie with the child because the child gets in the way. Oh, ew. Well, they, they do. Come on now. Because I did not know the sweater puppies was sweatering in that sweater. And that's all I have to say. But, <clears throat> okay. <sighs> she getting a jeweler this year. I'm just going to go ahead and look. She got right last year. Oh, She's going to be the Erica Sleezak of that award. But <laughs> what, what did we anyway, back to the story. Back to the story. Of raising Charlie. Because I... Because it was Allie that was the one possessed, I was uncomfortable by all of it. Days, I'm going to tell you this now. <clears throat> the only reason I'm not reading y'all for woo-woo shit is because GH beat y'all to it. Well, <laughs> now, no. What you mean beat them to it? Start, did it first? Because <laughs> No, meaning they, they both had woo-woo this week and Days was better than GH because GH was fucking terrible. Uh, I, I saw the GH first and... <clears throat> the, as far as the I woo-woo... Was back and it wasn't as bad. 
it was just it was so much happening it, it was a lot um <sighs> oh. it, it, i expected it the of all evil to walk out I, I i loved seeing ben and sierra worried about the baby and then when evan tried to go after Sierra first I loved Sierra praying to Bo that got me like all the way in my feels to the point that even though I knew the person was Evan I actually thought it was going to be Bo for a hot second and then it was Evan and then Evan tried to attack her and even though Sierra is like 12 hours postpartum maximum she still managed really? to attempt to beat the crap out of him and then yeah. when Ben came in and Evan started attacking Ben she just knocked the shit out of him Evan's so dumb Oh, but okay, okay. I'm gonna backtrack to the Charlie stuff. The money, I, it was good. I like the actor. I like Mike Manning too. But the money spent to getting him back, they could have gave that to Debbie Morgan as a cameo for the seer. <laughs> that wasn't needed. That's gross. And then they had the dude making slick comments about Alice's body and whatnot. Debbie Morgan could have been used. They just canceled that bullshit on Fox. The, oh, but they, she was still working on it at the time that this was filmed. Remember? Oh yeah, because it was filmed in 1956. Never mind. Okay. Yeah, that was creepy. Him and her saying, or oh, the devil saying, um, "Well, you can I have do no, whatever you want. I have no it. use for this body anymore. You can do what you want after this." Oh God! Like, it was so it was so gross. The only. The only saving great, like the only part of it that made it palatable for me was the fact that Johnny got to confront Charlie because I've always wanted to see that scene. Yeah. And I got that. I agree. I just, th this was the one time I wish it wasn't Allie who was possessed right now. Um, because ha had it been Charlie with, say, Johnny or Marlena still possessed, it wouldn't have hit me as creepy. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get, I get why it was creepy, especially him, the way he was talking about her in the moment. Like, ugh, just, oh, it just hit all the icky. All the, it just was, ugh. But um, does anybody else have anything to say about this particular part of it before we transition to the last part of it? Yeah, I kind of have a few things to say. First off, I was super annoyed with what Ben said on the end of Monday's episode. Sir, you're always going to deserve some bad stuff happening to you. You did, like, I I don't get why they, they aren't, like, hitting the beats of the story correctly. Because he did, without the devil, obviously, um, the exact same thing to Chabby. I mean, well, and we know why. We know why, but, <laughs> like, the, the line he said, the line he said was, like, if this was a few years ago, I, I would have thought think I deserved this. Exactly. And I was like, sir, you're always gonna deserve some smoke. That annoyed me. And I'm but that was that to me was him saying, like, I actually see that I am like it, it was his way of saying, like, I don't think the worst of me anymore. And it's because I'm here with you and you give me the hope that everything is gonna be okay. And I wouldn't have thought that before, but I do now. I would have preferred he said that. <laughs> yeah, because what he said kind of diminished what he did. And it and it kind of annoyed me. Um, besides them just overall having That was one of the few sin scenes I actually saw this week. I fast forward everything. And then um, I'm so tired of men just attacking Sierra. Like, I'm, I'm not... I'm tired of men attacking on this show in general, if yes. we're honest. But like, I'm... 
I'm not a big fan of Ciara anymore, but I do not need to see her. Especially it was given her history. And when, when Evan said, I forgot the necktie killer's wife likes it rough. I screamed, I ain't gonna lie. No, given her history, that was fucked up. Uh, I see, I didn't even think about that. Like, no, I do not need to see, I do not need to see Ben and Sierra in these type of stories anymore. Like, you could have just left it. I do not need to see Ben and Sierra. That is true. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't care for them, but like, this was just not necessary. I will like, say, I was happy that Sierra was the one who eventually beat the crap, like, knocked him out and, and did that. But I did not need to see him trying to choke her. He, I did not need to see him say that line. That line was that line will always be gross in reference to a woman coming from a man. But especially given her history, no. I would have preferred if not. she knocked him out by herself. Okay, so I, I'm going to say this because I haven't talked much on these. There were some choices made in those scenes in the cabin. Oh, I love the cabin scenes. Oh. I think you do it. <laughs> Acting, right, or writing, or Acting. And it's not from who you would expect it from. Are you talking about Galen? No, no, not even him. <laughs> who are you talking about? The Emmy winner. She is... No, she got me. Like, she... It, well, that, that tracks. But... It was some choices that I just wasn't feeling. It was on the same suicide and not in a good way. But she redeemed herself in certain qual in part, like certain parts. But it was certain parts in those scenes where I was just like, "What the fuck is she doing?" The moment that completely got me was when she when the end scene with them at the hospital on Monday, and then the scene when she was praying to Bo. Also, another reason why I thought that line funny, because those are the most terrible fight scenes I've seen in my God-given years. No, those were bad. You can tell those punches weren't hidden. If you're going to do some shit like this and make it bad, you need to do like the GH, because they had Sonny and Scotty old ass throwing balls, but they didn't show it. Yeah. That, yeah. that was definitely, was really, I will say that was definitely a poorly choreographed scene. That's like, why I was laughing. It was comedy. What the fuck is this? And then I also literally see where they popped. They said cut and the hair was still floating in the air. That, that shit was bad. And, this, you and know, they've the done scene, better fight scenes with her. The scene when, him, was when the he problem. was strangling her, like obviously he's not going to do it for real. But he, he saw it, it was kind of off. But you can see the gap. That's why it wasn't bad for me. I was crying. Yeah, I was laughing the entire time. Gross. I don't need to see her like constantly, constantly be like in danger or attacked. That wasn't needed. But Evan could have just shown up with the like the scalpel or whatever he had or something and held her like hostage or I don't know something else. But they've done way too much with them that I'm kind of over it. One last thing, though. Their baby is missing. Why the hell was Ben just standing in the hospital? Because normally, Ben, like, if you go back a few years, he would do, like, he would move heaven and earth to find Sierra. But here he is bitching to Sean. Like, there's no, there was no urgency to find the baby. 
Oh, okay, 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 okay. I'm gonna say this, and tomatoes are gonna be thrown, but I don't care. We're talking about the couple whose baby's missing, right? They spent a full 40 minutes to an hour in their cabin. Just talking, talking. No sense of urgency. That's what took me out completely. No, I know you just had a baby, but baby, can you walk to the ferry so we can at least get back to land? They sat there and talked. I'm at a point now, and I say this, and this isn't like a drag. I don't think they, now that the baby is here, I don't think they have processed the fact of do they really want a baby? Meaning as in them having a baby for them seemed like at the time period seemed like something they had to do because they were married, they were together, they were happy, they finally found peace in just being together. Which I get, but they're coming off as fuck, we might have been off more than we can chew. You know what I mean? Yeah, That would actually be a very interesting story if like because it comes off as they're so f- focused on each other that is not coming off that they now have a life and you can say it all you want but saying that we have a life to depend on and making those actions of doing it is two different things in the past few weeks their actions have not shown me that they have fully came to a realization that they have this life that they have to take care of. Having a baby for them would seem like something they had to do and not something they actually committed to. Yeah, yeah, because if we go back a few weeks when um, Allie took, um, or Allie Devil took Sierra to the uh, Horton cabin, her first instinct was uh, Sierra's first instinct was to like wanting to go Both find Ben and not protect her child because a murderer is out. Exactly, and and then like when instead of like Ben in instantly searching for Sierra, he was with Susan doing that whole connection type of thing. I don't know the Wi-Fi connection. Um, and oh. now, <laughs> what is true. <laughs> Um, and now there's no urgency. Like, and, no, like I don't doubt that they love their child. I believe that they love their child. I'm not saying that. I'm. It, it just hasn't. It doesn't seem like the gravity of the situation has set in for them yet. And I, that would actually be really interesting. So like, I think they need to have a conversation. I'm sorry. For them to play once they get the baby back and they're not in crisis mode and like they. They've defeated Satan. They have the child. You know, they have baby Bo. He's okay. And now it's like, okay, oh, now fuck. what? We have because a child. I wonder if part of, I wonder if part of them were, were expecting to lose the baby because of everything that has happened with the devil and then finding out the devil was back because there was a moment where Sierra even was talking to Allie before it was the devil, but she thought it was Allie. And she said that she hadn't really gotten a chance to really buy anything so part of me is wondering if one or both of them expected the baby not to survive and now that it's here it's like now we have everything what do we do i was the one because i I didn't think we were going to get this far i thought the baby was going to die so i i think i'd be really kind of interested to see them they definitely love their child i don't doubt that but it would be very interesting to see them trying to navigate being parents and actually 
being scared to enjoy their child. Like, like as of right now, they're giving Liz's parents on the GH. No, I'm not going to go that far. Because I'm saying there was just no sense of urgency in that cabin to the point where I want to say and say, what do you even fucking care? You spent the hour in the cabin instead of looking for me. <laughs> it's going to yeah. be interesting. Well, and I, I'm going to be interested Monday, like, because Sierra is going to be the one to save the baby with a little, I think, heavenly assistance from both. Yeah, I'm going to be very interested to see how those scenes play and to see where we go from here once they get the baby back. Because there's a lot of story potential here, and I'm very excited to see where it goes. So now we're going to head into our uh, last headline, which is Susan. John I got and boys. No, we got one more. <laughs> Damn. Susan, Johnny, and Marlena contact Allie and figure out where the devil is. Johnny heads straight for the cemetery with Sierra and Ben not far behind. Oh Lord, have mercy! I wish the last one was the last headline. <laughs> I woo shit that I be talking about. I actually enjoyed this. Um, I loved seeing Johnny with both of his grandmothers. That was really sweet. Um, I loved seeing Johnny determined to try to find Allie. Like none, none of the other shit that matters going on between them matters right now. The only thing that matters to him is saving Allie. And I love that. I, I'm over them using connections as a real thing. And that's something you feel. They're literally sitting there trying to do dial-up on twin connections. I, I'm ready for the story to be over. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. And I know it's, it's close. I know it's close. I know it's close. But it, come on now. We're literally sitting here calling a connection a thing. It's in literal dialogue. You have a twin connection. And I'm supposed to take this seriously? But I, I did... I was a little confused at how Allie was able to, like, how they were able to hear Allie, and we didn't necessarily see the devil being affected by it, but um, I loved it, and I, I loved the way they did um, Ben and Sierra coming in on the motorcycle, and, like, the ending was, uh, the, the ending was just kind of there, them there trying to save their baby. Like, I loved that ending, and I cannot wait for Monday. I kind of wish that Susan and Marlena went with Johnny to the cemetery, though. No, that would have been too much. <laughs> what the hell are you doing, Nick? <laughs> I'm about to put a phone embargo up because what the hell? This is the second time. I'm sorry. Susan did not need to be at that cemetery. We already had devil traps and zombies from the dead. It's no. <laughs> no. I, mean, I know Mar I know Marlena and John are going to end up finding like Marlena and John and Eric are going to end up finding her and attempting to exercise her but it just it, it felt kind of weird having Susan and Marlena just kind of chilling at the mansion when it felt like one or both of them would have gone with him whether or not you wanted to see Susan very you have to admit it was weird that they just kind of sat there I agree and, but I do not need to see Susan after this. Well, we're pivoting into Kristen next week. Uh, I prefer Susan, just well, not with the not with the devil shit. <laughs> I guess no. I don't know anymore. I'm tired of both, but especially Susan. At least like Kristen, we haven't seen her for what two months? Almost three. It's because she's a fugitive. 
But that is it for our headlines. We can move on into in other news, unless anybody else has anything to say about the season of it all. I'm good. All right, Michael, you good? Because you haven't said much this segment. I I said what I had to say. (laughs) Okay, Nick, you good? I'm good. All right, so on to in other news. We have Chad and EJ decide to team up against Gabby, making Chad feel guilty about what he did. Jake and Ava almost kiss. Gabby offers Jake a job at Demara Enterprises. Anna prepares to run before finding out that Maggie has dropped the charges. Tony gets some final closure with Renee as the show pays tribute to Felice Sampler. Kayla gets her job back. Sunny accepts the Titan CEO job. And Trip finally opens up to Steve and Kayla about Allie. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go first. Okay. Kate gets her hands knee deep in Lucas's shit again. Oh, I meant to put that on the in other news. I thought I did. Okay. Oh my girl, Kate. Kate. We were rooting for you. We, I, because y'all said this is going to happen. And I was like, no, no, she's going to fess up. She did it last time. And then the bitch lied when the truth would do. Soaps. The place where people lie when the truth will simply do. I'm hoping Lucas don't come back so Kate can fess up. Lucas is coming back next week, sir. Wait a minute. She said 24 hours. And that equates to next week? It's still the same Salem day on Monday and Tuesday. So, yeah. Oh, Christ. Anyways. Welcome to Salem where time moves slower than a slug. That's another thing. We'll get into that later. I'm hoping she fesses up because I'm tired of Kate taking L's for her dumb ass sons. I don't know if she's going to have time to take. I don't know that she's going to have time to confess because Lucas comes home because Sammy's missing. How does he lose her? Wait a minute. Hold on. How is she missing? No. How is she missing if they were together? No, my question, how does he lose her? <laughs> I don't know. I guess we'll find out next week. Did she go? Did she go to the restroom and then come back? What? I don't know. This is we'll all Hallmark's week. fault. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but um, but them shitty there movies. Going back to what um, I actually <laughs> think she was filming, uh, murder she baked with Kevin Matheson. But that's not the point. That's not. Uh, that's not better. Dope she baked. <laughs> Dope she cooked. If well, done, dope she good. cooked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, what I was going to say is Kate was going to lie this time because the child in question is Lucas. And Lucas is her favorite child. She'll tell the truth about Philip, but she won't tell the truth about Lucas. Because when push comes to shove, if she has to pick a child, she will always pick Lucas. Yeah. We can go on now. Nick, what's your another news pick? Um, Trip finally opens up to Stela about Allie. I really like those scenes. It felt like it took forever and a day for him to actually get point of view. I don't think the, the last time he got it, I think, was before he proposed. There was one, there was a cut scene with him and Chanel um, ah. that was supposed to air last Monday, I believe. I would like for him to open Lonnie up. No. No. <laughs> Wait, who? Oh, God. He said Trip, Lottie. Trip and Lottie who? is not going to happen. He's about to I like their scenes. <laughs> their scenes were nice. Um, 
but I really enjoyed Lucas Adams finally getting to express how Trip has been feeling about all of this because yeah. we haven't known what he was feeling. Um, it also made me fall a little bit for Trip and Allie. You were, you were such an egg sore. It's hilarious. I already liked it. Hey, hey, you mind your business. Listen, before, so the, I, before the uh, rape bullshit, um, they just ruined a lot of it. So I don't know. But I'm just happy he's getting some point of view. It Weirdly enough, based on the SOD spoiler, it felt very final. I was like... <laughs> They're finally yeah. giving him something to do, and he's about to bite it. So, <laughs> so I, I, I said that to my mom when we were watching the scenes. I it, said, "It feels it, like goodbye." It feels like a final goodbye. Like if we didn't know that Bo was about to intervene, you would think that he was about to leave, and Trip was about to bite it. Yeah. So I hope in his in him being rescued by Bo that we can continue giving him point of view and exploring the character because we haven't. And if he's going to be sticking around, I would prefer we get a reason for it. I know something else I want Trip to buy it. Shut oh, up. Lord, no. <laughs> no, don't ask if no, we already no, know. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. It's going to be a mess. All right, why don't you have it? save us from this hell and pick your in other news pick? Nick said, oh, no. <laughs> so, mine is Kayla gets her job back. First off, before like I get into the second part that annoyed me, I do like Kayla as a doctor. Um, it was kind of nice having her back because, I don't know, I just like her being a doctor. But why, <clears throat> why did we do all of this for no reason? Why are we here? Like, she's back as if nothing happened. And... The whole story with Craig getting her job was unnecessary. And I'm kind of tired of Steve talking for Kayla because the way he was with Seth really. Oh, that was hilarious. I didn't find it funny because this is something Steve has done a lot lately. And I'm kind of over it. You know, in, in that moment, it was hilarious because she had literally just called him a jackass. So when he opened the door and she, he was like, oh, look, it's the jackass. I about <laughs> fell on the floor because that's 100% something that I would do. Fine, but uh, I just... It just oh, okay. It just showed me why I prefer Kayla over Steve most of the time. I just need... I just need Kayla and Steve off of Greek chorus duty, if we're honest. Like, yeah, I well, well I will say this. Oddly enough, I enjoyed Steve and Kayla this week. I, I did like them recapping. Kayla didn't need that job back, though. I don't mind her having the job back, because <laughs> Trip is When she proves next week that she, again, is the worst doctor we've ever seen. I mean, we well, don't no, have any, because, anyone because, else. No, because of... Trip will actually be dead. They so was paid. They yeah, kind of well, yeah, but they kind of needed needed Kayla back uh, for trip dying and like the trip uh, the Eli Abe scenes this week. Like it was so random because as soon as she got her job back, she was instantly back at work. I would imagine there would be some paperwork and stuff like that. Yeah, but, but no. the same thing happened when Craig got the job. He literally got hired and was in her office but, working that night. But we never saw him. I was gonna say we never saw him go to work, but he wasn't work. But he, we never saw yes, him. Yes, we did. We like. <laughs> we, granted, we have... it was only for plot purposes, but we did but, see it. 
I didn't see him doctoring or anything. But well, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. At least we saw him there. That's one up from Sierra. We saw him there. We were gonna do that. <laughs> no, but the thing is, like, I wish we saw him, like, as a doctor. At least he went to work. Would have been nice true. if he if he was the one who treated Beth instead of Trip, just to kind of see him in doctor mode because he he is actually a good doctor. He is. Like and we but never got to see that, that wasn't his purpose this return. <laughs> but another reason why I felt like Kayla having her job back as unnecessary as this plot device of a story was, I did like seeing her back. I like her as a doctor, even if she's like the worst doctor. It just felt because I think of- it's fun just seeing Mary Beth interact with all of the different casts that she gets to interact with. As yeah, a doctor. and I thought the scenes. Um, with her in Eli's room was it was hilarious. Julia's was, like, I like I love to see you, but why are you here, hon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was like, wait, why are you back? And I think Abe asked her the same thing. And she was like, Well, you have your memory back, or your memory is just fine, or something like that. <laughs> it was hilarious. But I, I did like how she ran in and stopped Eli from making a run for it. But I, I'm glad to see Kayla back. I prefer her as a doctor over Trip because he kind of feels like awkward. Well, I think he just got there. I know. <laughs> like he's supposed to feel new. He's basically the day's equivalent of an intern. And that's why we needed someone else to back him up because he couldn't be the only doctor. Why not? Lexi did it for years. I was about to say Lexi. And was- Lexi was good at it. <laughs> and given Trip time, he could be too. You just don't like Trip. <laughs> I don't hate him. I just don't see the need for him. But well, I, he's here, so he's not yeah. going anywhere. But anyway, welcome back, Kayla. Well, for my in other news pick, I think I'm gonna go with Tony getting some final closure with Renee and the show paying tribute to Felice Sampler. As nice as those scenes were, and that moment was, we did not need to run back Renee just to pay tribute to Felice. Which is what I feel like the entire purpose was. And I know someone is pissed that they aged her. I'm I'm not pissed. It just was (laughs) glaring. Because I knew she wasn't that damn old. (laughs) It was so random. I was like, huh? Because you told me that like they aged her. And I was like, what? Isn't that her age? And then, then I checked. I was like, wow, eight years. Yeah, they changed her date, her birth year, but it didn't matter. Um, I'm a, with you on that, Tony. If they wanted to pay tribute to Felice Sampler, they could have. They didn't have to do it this way mm-hmm. at all. I mean, they literally, just... all, all, all they they didn't even have to turn her into Renee. They literally could have just had Sarah on that island, have it open up old wounds for Tony because it was somewhere he w- was with Renee, and then have that be the gateway into, um him remembering Renee and getting the moment that we got now. Honestly, they could have just done the moment we got now. Yeah. And just like uh like I don't know t- instead of all of this, like Tony could have looked at some photos and saw a picture of him and Renee and would be like, "Okay, I want to go put flowers in like the crib." This was actually a really beautiful moment. Yeah. It's just yeah. all the stuff that came before it was like weird. As usual, not necessary. That part. 
And with that, we can move on into our segments. Michael, since you are here, are you gracing us with a read of the week? Yes. <laughs> we come to a special part of this podcast where I give a special little read to a character, person, thing, any kind of soap noun you can think of. Welcome to the Mavericks Reading Rainbow. Tony don't have a stroke, but I'm going over to GH because I, I know, I know, I promise, but this, this can cannot be a regular occurrence. I know, I promise, but I could not let this slide. We should have waited on GH time. a week. This is we the time. You will agree with me. Wait, wait till I finish. Wait till I finish. You'll agree. We should have waited on the GH because my real of the week is that bitch Amy Driscoll. Okay, yes, you have one I for agree. days. <laughs> However, since most some of our audience may not watch GH, they might not understand why we're right. Okay, I, okay, I'll give y'all a two for one special then. First things first, Amy Driscoll, you big body bands built ass cow. Oh my god, kill her with fire. I want them to beat her in the streets. There's no other way. I, I can't. I ain't cussed at a TV this bad since Trump won. I want her gone. I don't see it for her. My second read is going to go to whoever the fuck dressed Abigail again. Richard Bloor. <laughs> it's always going to be Richard Bloor. My it's friend. always going to be Richard Bloor. You're always going to ask and I'm always going to give you the name. Richard Bloor okay. and the actors making the choice. True. but I mean, but if you give them some decent choices, they might not pick shitty to- shit. You literally are having different shades of shit. You have to pick something because being naked is not an option. And, and you know the thing that pisses me off with the things that she was wearing. Has she worn those two things with something else? She would have actually looked decent. So at this point, them motherfuckers back there can't dress. I actually like. I've been her. saying that for years. I actually liked her pants. Um, because how you because how you have two nice pieces and then come up with that y'all can't dress. I actually it's interesting because I'm not too big on her wardrobe at all. But this felt <laughs> this felt more the way like Kate's Abby would dress. Kate Mancy's Abby. I liked I liked it better because we were not doing um, Stephanie Nickleby. We weren't doing Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought it was one of her like most or like it was better, one of her outfits. better outfits, but again, it was still ugly. ugly. Exactly, like it was less ugly than anything else she's worn. But and, and, and really I think crazy. the thing that makes me the most mad about it is mainly because it that blouse and those pants would not have been ugly had you not merged them together like a fucking idiot. Yeah, exactly. It, God, Richard Blore needs a new job. He's been there since the 80s and it shows. <laughs> and the thing is, he was better so. addressing the actors back in the day. But it, it, I'm not even going to buy the budget thing. I'm not even going to buy the budget thing. I don't throw tomatoes at me. I think it's a combined Richard versus actor's taste because. I think um, I think I read Victoria saying something like Richard was like giving her some new clothes, like he was. They were doing something with her style that she liked, and something like that. So it kind of goes back to what I've been saying. They are dressing the actors 
based on the actors. Uh, okay, okay. Not the same time, no, you, not can, uh, you can fit someone's style and it can still not be ugly. But the thing is, they're not dressing the them based on the characters. And that's, to me, it throws so much like, off. I, I understand the actors needing to be comfortable in what they wear because you do your best acting when you're comfortable. I get that. But there still should be a happy medium between I mean, there's actor a few style and the character style. Who still get, like... Well, I'm not even going to say that because they must have people just going. We still have Lonnie, we have Chanel, and we have Gabby who have not missed. Like, I don't think they have. But does Chanel dress like a baker? She has cute dresses on, and it kind of works because, like, Raven explained Chanel's wardrobe, and it works and it clicks with the outfits she's worn on the show. Lonnie has great outfits on. Gabby has cute dresses and like miniskirts or whatever she wears. They're also like on point. I think they get the characters and what they should wear. I don't think everyone and everyone else does. I don't. I think most of the cast are dressing themselves or the characters based on what they feel feel comfortable in, and that's where we fall off. Because you cannot you cannot continue dressing the actors based on what they feel comfortable in or what what they what their style is because that doesn't work with that's not the characters exactly and that's the disconnect there has to be a happy medium yeah see see, i picked out a happy medium now tony's not cussing (laughs) i don't get the whip this week folks you do for still picking gh because that is the last time you're doing it i agree we shall see I mean, that is the last we time can you do, do it. a praise and shade. You cannot do a GH one. Sorry, sir. We shall see. Let's move on. All right. We will continue this off air. Now on to our other segment, praise and shade. Nick, why don't you kick us off? Um, I've tried. It's shade. As Michael would say, I don't like this bullshit. <laughs> like none of it. I'm tired. I don't want it no more. An icon, a legend. Of what specifically? <clears throat> I'm going the, to guess the, the entirety of Friday. The devil trap <laughs> with the baby bassinet in it. Then you got uh, Marlena, Susan, and Johnny standing in a damn circle, calling out to Allie, and Allie answering, but she's possessed. <laughs> She popped in like me on that time I crashed girls night. Like I told you before, this... And the devil raising Charlie from the dead and Thomas, I'ma just take over his body. It was too much and I don't like it. I can't take this shit no more. Please no I felt like I was watching Passions. Oh my God. And not in a good way. And we didn't have that fine Teresa Lopez in general. Last week or this week. I can't. Do please <laughs> give me a year of no kooky bookie shit. Please. Well, I can't do that. Oh, you know that God. I can't do that. Okay, can we get get just one? One. None. None. No, 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 no. You do me a good six month break. Yeah, I said it before. I'm just saying, like, if we have to get like a crazy then, wait a minute, hold on. Remember that. Didn't I say this shit a few weeks ago? Yes, you, you did. did. You, were, you were right then. It's getting worse, and I can't, and all of that in one episode. But you know, if but, I wanted to watch Supernatural, I would. I don't. <laughs> I keep telling everything I say. Keep coming to pass. So 
it was just too like, much I don't, please I don't, no more i don't mind one big story being like crazy i don't need five of them i need I, one of them yeah i don't, don't have, have an one. issue with there being an aspect of one story that's a little weird but it can be a small aspect yeah not i don't need it in the big story because the big stories tend to dominate the show and they'll eat it alive hence the devil possession well, well see when i feel like when they do the woo-woo shit they need to take the telenovela style of writing i have to like after having watched the entire possession i feel like overall it should have been kept in the 90s well, well, I'm just saying like this. If we're gonna do woo woo shit, they need to take a telenovela type style of that being the one story for that block for three to four months. Good God! And I no, hear like me out. the way Port Charles did it with their arcs. Yes, hear me out. Americanized have that one kooky little story, and then have everyone else the supporting characters. They have their own little side stories, but that story is pushing everything along. Yeah, Nick is definitely not wrong. We're we're reaching a point where it's becoming a lot. I enjoy it because I love Coming? that stuff, but I I can understand why it would be a lot for some people. Um, Michael, what's your praise or shade? My shade would have to go to. I'm trying to figure out a way to say it. Reoccurrence of Jack in the Gwen storyline. Okay, the 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 Gwen loop, because everything with Gwen has been repeating, and it's stuff we've seen before. Exactly. If you're gonna have Matthew Ashford be here, I feel like they should be using him elsewhere while still keeping him in the story. But to keep having him come back to the interrogation room and say the same speech that he's given three times before already is not good. It makes people want to tune out. You have him back. You have him back. Let him move forward. And even the scenes that you had him outside of that, you're cutting them. It's not making sense. Because the Jack and Justin stuff was cut. Chad and Abby was cut completely. The fact that stuff that we have not seen get sent to the edited cutting room floor for things that we've seen four or five times over yeah. is a giant problem that has needed to be addressed because it just keeps getting worse. They're doing that thing they did, well, they still do it, where they re- keep bringing people in to recap the same shit we saw last week to try to stretch this story out. And it doesn't need to be, the, it's so many beats that you have not played yet. Let's talk about how Jack keeps going up there and Jennifer has made it clear that this woman is not going to be a part of their family. But you're missing the part where Jennifer's the one sending him there because while she may not want to have anything to do with him, with her... No, no, but I'm, no I, get what, I get where you're going, but why aren't we seeing some sort of anguish for them? Like, I want to be supportive of you, but I don't know if this woman killed my mother. There's something that can be done instead of this is what I'm saying. Runs too narrow. His his writing is very narrow. He writes one beat consistently over and over again. He rarely plays out all the beats that should be played when something like this happens. It's just weird, but that that's my shade, folks. Okay, all right. What's your praise or shade? 
my shade ties in to what we were just talking about. And we did not need 17 minutes of Gwen. I said it earlier in the episode. It was a huge waste of time. We've already seen the same same Gwen, Xander, Gwen, Jack scenes weeks prior. And you cut a chubby scene for no reason because we've seen these scenes before. I have no problem with that for the record. I I wanted it because it's you may not, but their fans have a right to be pissed, especially knowing that they Oh, I know I'm just putting that on the record. Yeah, like we're about to like us of those of us who are fans of Chabby, and I'm not the hardcore invested fan, but I do like Chabby. I I love them. But we don't have a, a lot of time left with them, and you cut an entire love scene. For Gwen Are we sure it was a love scene? Because wasn't the spoiler just them celebrating? A love scene, there was like before and after. Were there pictures that I didn't see that we yeah, know they got were cut? in the bed. Ah, gotcha. Okay. I'll link you up. Thank but you, because yeah. I must have missed that. Yeah, it just, it pissed everyone off, and understandably so, we should have gotten it. And it's gotten to the point where I'm just fed up with all things Gwen. Because she gets a lot of point of view, a lot of focus. And it's the same type of shit we've seen a few weeks ago. Stop. Stop. Do something better. I'm tired. Well, I'm going to be the lone person praising on this podcast this week. But I want to praise gays as a whole for basically, for the most part, keeping this bow return a secret. Because had Peter Reckle not done what he did in an interview a couple weeks prior, nobody would have known anything until we saw that promo. And considering this was taped six months ago, that's a miracle. So the fact that they were able to keep this under wraps is kind of amazing. And I love that. Because I love being able to be surprised. Same. I just wish we were completely surprised. Because... Like, imagine just seeing the promo and everyone's reaction. Like, everyone would flip. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure. Like, and even the traction that that promo has gotten. Like, if you look at the numbers on the the promo tweet from the Days account. Yeah, I saw. It's the most active tweet engagement-wise that that account has had probably in the last three years. At least. Yeah, that is true. We It's almost up to, like... 100,000 views almost like it's insane and that is the power of Bo Brady and yep. I'm so excited to see him kudos to the show for attempting to keep this a secret and so that's my praise any other final thoughts before we wrap this sucker up no, I'm good Michael I'm great all right you good yeah all right then that has been Another edition of Soap Dish Salem Style. We'll see you next week, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye, uh, Bye. Save the horse, ride the maverick. Go, save and go. Go, save and go.